you get to a point where you actually can't afford to not create right like if someone's paying you to do sponsored content if someone's waiting for your podcast because you've built a community around it you have to create and like it's a obligation that you've made with the community that you're building and that's where like my frame of thinking has never been that i'm a content creator it's always been i'm building a community Welcome to the Podcast Sessions with Rotendo Nyamuda, where we chat to podcast hosts, podcast producers, and those within the podcast industry. On today's show, we sit down with entrepreneur and host of the MASH Startup Podcast, Mashudu Modal. Tell me about your podcast journey. How did it start off? If I'm not mistaken, you started in about 2017. Um, And how has it progressed since? So it actually started um, around about the end of 2016. Um, so I was working for an organization that really works with entrepreneurs, um, the Hookup Dinner. And um, I was a community manager there. And one day my manager um, slash the founder, who's Lebo and who's my mentor now, he was like, hey, Mash, um, I was supposed to go to this lunch thing for uh, Facebook executives that are meeting local entrepreneurs in South Africa. Um, for a marketing thing I was like oh okay and he's like can you go I was like "Um, sure I mean cool you know I didn't expect anything to happen that was going to be you know groundbreaking or life-changing but I just happened to sit next to one of the marketing people in the Facebook team and she said to me hey uh, Mash so how do they um, tell the stories of entrepreneurs in South Africa I was like what do you mean she was like um in America, like the entrepreneurs document their process, um, everything that they're doing, they do it out in the open. And um, we use podcasts um, to really document their journey. So they like tell everything about how they started, um, what failures they faced, um, the challenges that they faced, all these different things. I was like, oh, yeah, no, we don't really do that in South Africa. We 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 do the other thing. Right. So um, which is like entrepreneurs only go onto media when they have a victory lap, right? So you only go onto media to make sure that everyone knows that you're a winner, right? And no one ever asks the the, the difficult questions. Hey, um, what challenges did you actually face in doing this? And like, don't just tell me the narrative, like really tell me the things that really, really mattered to get to get you to where you are now. Those sorts of things are not things that we are really fond of, and those are not things that we discuss enough. Um, we don't go into those details. We don't talk about the ugly side, because the ugly side would ruin the story, which is like, hey, this person started here, and now they're winning. Like, just focus on the win. Like, forget everything else. I was like, no, that, that doesn't make sense. And she challenged that. She's like, you should listen to this podcast. It's called Startup, right? So Startup was a podcast started by uh, Alex Bloomberg, who is a f- founder of Gimlet, right? So... This is the podcast of all podcasts, the one that genuinely documented the entrepreneurship experience in ways that you could never imagine. There's no movie, there's no book, there's no, maybe there's some books, but there's nothing like in digital media that really documents entrepreneurship the way that that podcast did. But more than that, it made me fall in love with podcasts themselves, but also fall in love with um, Alex Bloomberg's dream, I think, um, which was really to build out a podcast network that actually made money, um, that was actually sustainable and actually like really became one of the, you know, amazing um, media platforms in the world. So my podcast journey literally started after listening to that podcast and like listening to how this person told stories and how they really documented the entrepreneurial journey. I was like, you know what, 
I want to do this for South Africa. Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. It's so, it's so encouraging to hear. And it's so good to hear, like, just in terms of how it came about for you. What's quite interesting that you've mentioned now, um, and I think it depends on what space you're in, is the, is the part you spoke about when you said people don't often like the, the difficult side of the journey. People like to see the winner, mm. the winner. People like to see the victory. People like to celebrate the victory. But there's a lot mm. within the journey itself that actually chisels and crafts and creates the person on the other side. And I yeah. do often feel like we can easily mesmerize or glorify the journey. And so when you start without seeing the challenges um, and you face the challenges, you give up. Um, yeah. Your in your thoughts and your opinion, I guess what is the not the downside, but what is the impact, the negative impact of glorifying the outcomes and not facing or sharing the realities of the actual journey, whether you're podcasting or whether you're starting a company. Yeah. So the other day, you know, um, I literally spent about eighty five percent of my time when I'm working is actually just creating content and like um, and content for brands right and like the whole day I was just thinking about content for this brand and at the end of that day like it just didn't make sense why the content wasn't working the way I wanted it to work except for when I was sitting there I was like just aimless just like frustrated and I just said um, no one really ever talks about how hard it is to trust the process when we say trust the process, what do we actually mean by that? Like, what does that actually mean, right? And I think what happens when people don't necessarily understand the journey that people take through different paths, whether that's podcasting or companies, is that people get sold a, a perception, a dream that's very different from the reality of it, and people get trapped, right? So the one thing that we did very early on as Lucha is um, build a podcast guide right so how do you get more people trying things you show them like how you can actually do it right so we created a podcast guide which is actually on our website so lucha.com and then just press the guide and we have a complete guide of how to record how to edit what you need to do before you even think of starting a podcast what equipment you need how to edit that podcast how to publish it how to scale it how to grow it all these things give people a lot more you know um comfortability you're going oh wait um if this is the journey just to get started or this is the journey to grow this this is the journey to build this then it becomes much more easier much more practical as well got you got you um and and just jumping back to to uh, something i wanted to ask earlier which is just around sharing knowledge and putting that knowledge out mm-hmm. there because um that's what that's what you do like you're kind of not afraid to be like guys, this is the podcast studio we're setting up, not afraid that someone else might, you know, take the idea. I also find it very interesting in our content creation space. Um, I know a, a conversation around IP is very different, but a lot of people hold on to their ideas or hold on to content thinking that they're the only one with this knowledge. And if you put it out there, you know, what's going to happen to it? But you're so free. Yeah. That you're on Twitter. You're posting your thoughts. By the way, I want to ask, I do want to we'll come back to that the offline. I really want to get to know how you, how you tweet. You're always here. And then on Instagram, you're also always sharing content. And it's this knowledge base of like, guys, um, you're, I mean, for me, like you're a pivotal person to follow because it's like, okay, cool. Just keep it up. People are pushing. It's, it's, it's really important and not just operating in silos. Why has mm. that aspect of the content creation sphere been so important for you to just keep putting stuff out there without the fear of thinking that someone's going to steal one of your ideas? 
So I think something that changed my thinking on this was like really learning about um, China, um, more specifically about Shenzhen. Um, so if you go on Google, um, just search Shenzhen and then um, Wired Documentary. And um, it speaks around um, how they, they think about IP, right? So they don't necessarily think when they take, say, the design of a phone, if they take that from one factory and they get fired or whatever it is and they take the, the design specs and whatever and they open another factory and they sort of make that exact phone, maybe just change the logo or whatever it is, um, they don't think of that as stealing. They think of that as sharing, right? So for them, that's, that's not even top of mind that, oh, no, you know, I stole that person's idea. No, like the, the thinking there is that if you share your idea with the masses, those masses will find ways to innovate that idea to go even higher. Oh, powerful, shaken, shaken. Um, kind, uh, kind of relating to what you said around like competition. For me, I think healthy competition mm. is important. So like you said, Definitely. you guide, you put it out there, someone created something better than you. Now you're like, what do I need to do to up my game? Um, and mm. that's what you're seeing, what I enjoy about the podcast space and the podcast industry in South Africa and looking on the continent, beyond SA as well is important, but it's that competition. Your competition is whoever, as you said, is creating something that's better than you have. Um, yeah. Because it forces you to not just record a podcast for the sake of, without any thought, you know, just pressing yeah. record in a room, putting it out there and saying, oh my gosh, I have a podcast. I'm also a, f a firm believer in honoring the process. If you're creating mm -hmm. a podcast, make sure that you're also reading about the industry, putting stuff out there, like create something. Don't be like, well, I'm a podcaster, you know? Um, yeah. And that's just my opinion, but I'm very passionate about the industry. <laughs> so. Yeah. Also, like, it's very interesting. Would you call it an industry? Um, you know, what, what number are we at in terms of revenues? Um, podcasts exclusively um, in media spend. I think we, we need to be like uh, very conscious about where we are. I'd be, yeah, I'd still call it like a very, you know, we're still figuring it out. <laughs> you, wouldn't, you wouldn't call what we're doing in the space and industry. Um, it's part of media, you know, it's a subset of media um, as part of um, content. I think um, what will really define whether or not podcasts are a separate entity on their own is the revenues and media spend that actually gets invested over the next five to 10 years, right? So I think right now there's too many podcasts that are happening um, from people's phones. There's too many podcasts with no sponsorship. And I think there's a, there's a lot of podcasts that are like really good podcasts with high numbers, but they can't get brands to sponsor them. And like it, it, it comes down to one thing for me, right? Which is like, how much is the podcast industry really, really doing to go into agencies, go into brands and say, hey, guys, there's this new opportunity. We can do so much more to really grow this. And to really grow this, we need to be thinking about it as a business um, very deeply um, and not just like a hobby or like just something like a uh, to be done, you know, on, on extra time or whatever it is. But like, I, I really think we need more very conscious lobbyists or people that are going, hey, it is our job to educate brands, educate um, agencies, educate startups and say, hey, look, there's this new opportunity in media where you can spend 50% less but get like 200% more of the returns that you actually need. There's a Nielsen study um, out around measuring ROI on different media platforms and podcasts perform really well, right? So podcast conversion is typically higher than YouTube. It's higher than social media. And you think about, whoa, 
if that's the case, why isn't you know sponsorship a lot higher? How many people actually know that information? How many people are actually telling brands and startups about this? So if you listen to American podcasts, the people that started investing in the podcast um, ads were startups, right? Guys like Squarespace, guys like Shopify. They invested heavy because they understood like at that moment, they were super early in terms of sponsorship. But the industry itself or like the people that were listening were enough to actually justify the cost. And if you're getting much more um, you know, value for the money that you spend, no brand is going to complain about that. I think that that's like the best case scenario. So I think there's a lot of work to be done um, on educating brands and agencies about this new opportunity and really getting podcasters to understand and see that this needs to become sustainable and like be turned into um, getting revenue, getting income in some ways and like really building out networks and studios and all that as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and on that, it's quite interesting to see, I mean, as I kind of said briefly earlier, like knowing where our industry, knowing where I call it an industry, knowing where this industry is going. <laughs> I think industry, industries weren't born in a day. You know, there's thing, there are things you take to it. Like, you know what you're, you're speaking about in the beginning, like the, it's the middle section. I think we're close to the starting point, but when we get into that mm -hmm. middle section, um, by the time we reach, I mean, you won't wake up one day and be like, oh my word, the African billion highest currency in the world podcast industry it's, it is what it is right now. It kind of, it, it is the building blocks. But what excites me is being able to look at the US and the UK um, and even some of the Asian markets as well and actually look up podcast jobs and see that you can get a job mm. as a producer, as a host, as a sound engineer, full-time mm. job. Like if that's where we can get, even as this industry business that people are applying money into, it would be key. There's an opportunity to create on the internet where someone, no one has to give you permission. Like no one gives you permission to create for the internet. No one says, hey, you can't put up that YouTube channel. Hey, you can't create that podcast. Or hey, you can't do it that way. Um, you have to do it this way. There's no format, right? You're literally starting from scratch and building out what this could become. And I think not enough South Africans are doing that. We're not creating enough and we're not building enough. And from the creative perspective, which is like, turning out content i think there's a high rate of i think the one platform that showed me that what's possible was actually tiktok which was like wait a minute young people are like hungry to create so i'm a big advocate of this thinking that all you need to do is combine three things right now right so you combine community content and commerce and you'll be profitable in creating comment and like really building out something of your own right so Community is the first thing, which is like find a group of people where you are all fighting for something that you deeply believe in, like that you really care about. The content, I put out a podcast, I put out tweets, I put out Instagrams. I need to do a lot more video, right? Like I, I recognize like this part of like my flow that's not great where I need to still fix things. So with community, you host that onto a social media platform, whether that's Twitter, Discord, whatever it is, content you need to create a stack, right? So my stack is podcasts, social, and then video at the bottom because I don't do that much, right? Your stack can be podcast, YouTube, Twitch, um, something, something, something. So you create the stack of just platforms where you're just creating content for them. And then the last part, which is commerce. And that's the part I think um, a lot of South African creators haven't cracked yet. There's very few examples of people that have done this where you literally leverage your community, leverage that content to create a commerce platform, right? So for example, if I sold mass startup microphones, that's a commerce sort of play. Or I say, hey guys, cool, 
Now you have to subscribe to the podcast. That's a commerce player. So combining those three things to develop like yourself as a media entity, I really think that uh, the massive, the, the 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 most incredible thing is to live in a time where you have a media empire on your phone, like it's in your pocket. Yeah, wisdom, wisdom. Like there's, I this is probably one of those episodes that's. I'm going to replay and replay and replay. I think it's that, that commerce element of it, especially as a content creator. Yeah. What we need is a more proactive approach to these things, right? So first of all, I really think that we underestimate the the, the loyalty um, and the dedication of the people that consume our content. You know, how many South African creators are on Patreon? You know, how many South African creators are on OnlyFans? Which I truly believe as a, as a creator platform and like how many people are using those platforms to go look i have exclusive content that i only want to give to people that truly believe i have value to offer here's how much the subscription is will you pay me how many people are actually even asking that question i think that it really matters that we haven't even gotten to the point where creators are brave enough to do that on top of that is it like a much easier player which is like okay just make a t-shirt and try and sell it right like it doesn't even need to be a t-shirt for me like i've always shared this very openly podcasts make money in three ways right first one a brand comes to you and says hey we'll get on your podcast and you go on your podcast this podcast is sponsored by which is cool very easy it's easy to measure as well it's called um, rpm rates per mile um, where they measure how many people actually listen to the podcast and then also um, measure yeah, how many people um, listen to the podcast becomes like one of the main measures. And then the second one becomes like, if you say at the end of your podcast, something like um, sign up to sign up to so-and-so company um, using my promo code, what, 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 right? If you use that, they can measure the ROI, which is like a very straightforward measure of like, oh, conversion, right? So how many people actually used your code in order to try and like use this product, right? And then the third one is really like from scratch, no podcast exists. Go to a brand and say, hey, look, we'll make the podcast for you from scratch. This is what we think it could sound like and this is what we think it would look like. Um, will you buy it? But I'm super excited about the future. I just hope that's coming through. <laughs> it's coming through. It's coming through. And you know how it's coming through even stronger is with podcast networks and platforms like Lucha which isn't just about, you know, growing one podcast, but a network of podcasts. And what is your vision and dream for Lucha? I know that you are, obviously you have a number of podcasts under the network, you're building studios, you're doing a lot. Where would you kind of see this, the, the company in the next three years even? Um, so we've started the year very strong. Um, so we've built out a space for podcasters in Joburg. Um, if you want to drive in from KZN or Cape Town to use the space, it's, it's okay. So we've partnered with the Timelochong Precinct um, in Bramfontein, which really focuses on entrepreneurship, creativity, and technology. And we are looking at building a space. So the space is already open, it's already built out. Um, and what we're trying to do there is really enable and encourage um, creators that use, whether it's podcasts, YouTube, um, or just need a place to work from, um, to be able to come into the space, use the space, get out and be able to like shine that work everywhere they go. I think for the next year or so, our biggest focus will be scaling our, our actual podcast output. So right now we have about five podcasts. We're looking to get to 10, to 10 or 20 by the end of this year and hoping um, in the next three to five years, we'll probably 
you know get to 50 podcasts or whatever it is but um yeah the major focus is really to create uh meaningful and valuable content across different categories or industries and like really speak to um creating meaningful yeah content is like the the big thing but yeah um super excited about the the future of podcasting but more than that the future of media in africa as well yeah yeah wow wow yeah. so another question around creation is like there is so much i don't know when you sleep to be very honest i don't know when you sleep mm -hmm. i i'm going to bed you've tweeted i wake up in the morning you put out an instagram post. you've got a company you've got many companies you've got founder source you've got podcasts you've got lucha you've got all of these things that are happening um in your life and in your space and then there's your personal side of life because i'm you know like i'm assuming there's a personal side to your existence and you're not <laughs> but i want to know like do you ever face or go through creator fatigue and and i yeah. and i ask this question also coming on the back or the, on the back end of 2020 into 2021 there is a creating or being in the creative space is creating podcasts creating content is not an, a typical nine to five you're, you're, the way that your mind is geared, it's not processed like there's a lot of elements to it. Do you face mm. creative fatigue? Do you ever get into a zone where you're like, oh my gosh, I just need to switch off? Um, what does that look like for you? Cool. So um, the unfortunate reality of like doing too many things at the same time and like I don't think I do too many. I think I do the right amount for me, right? So like trying to build a podcast network, um, a community for entrepreneurs, um, consult with different brands to help them really create really meaningful content. And then somehow also still do like sponsored content and stuff like that um, and run my own podcast and like a bunch of side projects on the side as well, right? And like, it's like, <laughs> I think <laughs> the, the most important thing I learned about um, burnout or creative fatigue was like, you need to create your own balance um, your balance is not going to look like someone else's balance. Like what balance looks like to, you know, the next five people is not what balance looks like to you. And like the best thing you can possibly do for yourself is design what that looks like for you. And I think that's the one thing that's really shaped my journey of, overall so far is that I don't necessarily, necessarily like pressure myself to like go too far. Um, I always try and build balance for myself. So for example, this year it's non-negotiable. I, I sleep seven hours, no matter what happens, like I will sleep, right? And like, if there's work to still be done, like I will wake up and do it, but I'm not going to deprive myself of sleep, right? So making decisions like that, where you have non-negotiables, non weekends, I try to work as little as possible, but I still work, right? Um, it, it's really about, you get to a point where you actually can't afford to not create, right? Like if someone's paying you to do sponsored content, if someone's waiting for your podcast because you've built a community around it, you have to create. And like, it's an obligation that you've made with the community that you're building. And that's where like my frame of thinking has never been that I'm a content creator. It's always been, I'm building a community, right? Because when, you, when you've promised someone that, hey, look, I'm going to make sure that I release a podcast every week. And that person goes, I'm going to listen every week. That first time that you don't put it out, they go, okay, so what's up? Like, what's happening? And then the second time you don't put it out, they're like, oh, okay. You know, the third time you don't put it out, they're already on someone else's podcast. And there's a reality there where you go, okay, either you create like, whatever the circumstances which is where i'm at now which is like 
I could be sad and completely like uh, devastated in my life and tweet the funniest thing on Twitter, right? Like I could be extremely tired and like exhausted in, in the world and then have to host a webinar. Um, I could be like really feeling like I want to be alone and still record a podcast because there are some things that you just, you're willing to go like much further than you usually do. And I think that's where the fact that my dedication is to building a community and not creating content, I feel like I have a much deeper obligation to the people that I've said, hey, look, we're on this journey together and we're going to create something meaningful here. So like, let's do this together. And like, people will hold me accountable. Hey, Mash, why haven't you put out a podcast? Oh, I'm a bit depressed this week, but you know, like maybe I'll be back next week. And they'll be like, ah, okay, I understand, man. I hope you get better. And like, when you explain it to people, it's very different than like just going off the radar. So I think create regardless is the is the create regardless and develop your own balance those two things have like really shifted the way i think the way i feel and the way i work as well yeah sure i was actually just going to ask you for some advice but i think you've actually just given some really strong advice and really solid gems there i like that create regardless sure thanks for that um, and then finally, it's not really a question, but it's kind of just an opportunity for you to share with listeners where they can reach you, where they can follow you. Um, you can speak about your platforms, your websites, your social media is always key because I think if, if anyone just needs some encouragement in their lives and wants to keep creating, I think you're an absolutely fantastic resource to follow. Um, so over to you. I really appreciate that. Thank you so much. Um, so what you really need to be focused on right now is like um lucha.com which is the website um we'll be launching our podcast network um in the next few weeks um this is the, actually the first time i've said this but um yeah you got the exclusive <laughs> so uh we'll be launching our podcast network over the next few weeks um it's super important for us so um lucha.com um on social media is lucha africa um so that's l u t c h a africa um across all platforms follow us subscribe to our podcasts um if you search on on um apple Podcasts or spotify just search lucha and you'll be able to have like the full range of all our podcasts there as well um my part my sort of social media platform is uh, mash startup this is across all platforms podcast social media youtube everything um i mainly spend my time on twitter unfortunately it's just like very like hard to get off <laughs> one day i will go um but yeah i'm super super excited about the future um not just for podcasts um but for african creators young creators and um i really can't wait for the future of media that's going to come from like young people really taking out their phones and building out what the future might look like so if you're out there and you're trying to create something like i really really hope that you create more you make sure that you create regardless, like whatever the circumstances, whatever the situation, like the world needs something that you're creating. And like there's someone out there that will be like worse off because you didn't create it. So, yeah, create more. And that brings us to the end of our show. While you're here, please rate this episode and leave us a comment. The Podcast Sessions is a production of Teensway Media.